You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review, it's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands because Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. Don't go outside because it's gross and icky. Holy heck, what a week, right? Jesus. That was, that last week was uh, very, very alarming. Hello, I'm Kevin Anderson. This is the Bleak and Review Podcast, Quarantine Quickies Edition, episode uh, of the Quarantine Quickies. I believe this is 39. Don't quote me on that, but I'm probably right. And last week's episode had the (laughs) distinction of being one of the least timely things to drop because I don't know if you heard last week's episode, but on the day that I recorded it, about two hours after I recorded it and had the episode all edited and ready to go for all your ear holes at midnight, that's when that's when we all learned that Trump has COVID. And God, what a missed opportunity. It's so long after that now to even begin talking about it that you've all moved on. He's already supposedly, you know, better, quote unquote, according to his doctors and his feeble attempts at reassuring his fan base through wheezing monologues and silly, dangerous drive-bys. I don't know if you heard about that. You probably did. Again, it's been six goddamn days. Or seven days, honestly. Honestly, it's been seven days. Like, seriously, if I'm being real, it's been actually been seven days since last Thursday. (laughs) Or whatever. I don't even remember when. Time doesn't mean anything. Yeah, he did that stunt where he, like, excused himself from the hospital to go drive around in a fucking sealed-off motorcade to wave at a bunch of saps that are like, yeah, get better soon, health mind fuhrer. We want you to live. Burp, 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 Just endangering everybody in the Secret Service that was around him. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Does your narcissism know any limits? I don't think so. Disgusting, but it also was, like, the first time I felt hopeful in a while. <laughs> Not that, like, the country would immediately get better if he died, but, like, at least a sane thing happened. You know what I mean? Like, like the thing that should have happened, happened. Like, there is sanity left because the insane thing would be if he just kept getting to do whatever he wanted without wearing a mask, fucking off, spreading misinformation, encouraging white supremacists to do violence, you know, all, the, all of his favorite things. And, like, have nothing happen after this much time? Like, the fact that he caught it and now subsequently, like, a big chunk of uh, the Nazis in the White House caught it. You know, your Stephen Millers, your uh, uh, Kellyanne Conways or whatever. It's just, like, thank God the universe caught up to how insane everything was being and doled out a little bit of unbiased justice, you know? Like, it's it wasn't like... Like, we got a win because somebody on the our side did something. It was like, the thing that is looming over all of this got to you and all of your shitty friends, and you fucking deserve it because it's only here because of you. If he had, And, like, of course, it's still weighted because he has access to the best fucking possible medical treatment. And, you know, if he does recover, which at the time of this recording... He's claiming he is, and his, you know, his personal doctor, who is the giant liar, is claiming he is... I've seen some tweets from people at work at that hospital that are like, this is fucked up, but, you know, we'll see. But even if he gets better, I mean, he's going to use it as, you know, 
an example of well, it's actually not that bad. Look, see, you you all have access. You all get airlifted to the hospital when you have a sniffle, right? Let's fucking let's. Why are we all worried about it? And then you know, simp ass America, the way that it is. Uh, you know, and by simp ass America, I mean a very specific portion of the population that's still simping for this fucking murderer and rapist. They'll just be like, yeah, my boy, my boy's good. It's dope. He's fine. It's like 50 Cent got shot in the face a bunch and he didn't die, so I'm not worried about bullets anymore. <laughs> Weird analogy, but it kind of rings true. Yeah, I love, I love the uh, concept of people demonizing the left for rejoicing in the fact that Trump got COVID. Like, oh, well, aren't you supposed to be people first? He is a human after all. It's like, first of all, where were you with that conversation when cops continuously have been murdering people for no reason for years? You always come in with a very different energy. You never come to that conversation with, well, that was a person that he murdered. And so maybe we should think about that. Your argument is always, well, here's why the cop was justified. He actually was holding uh, a, a black and mild, which, you know, from a distance can look like a chainsaw. And so the cops are allowed to shoot him in the back 14 times. That's my argument always when the, this is the conversation. But as soon as my fucking president has the disease that he helped spread, then we need to start, you know being kind we need that's when we need to dole out the uh we're all human and we're just trying to get through this crazy thing called life go fuck yourself all you've done is spend the entirety of your political career at least in recent years talking about how the left is a bunch of crybaby libs with safe spaces and they're triggered by misgendering and the wrong pronouns and we're always so sensitive and then we fucking do one thing that is absolutely karmically justified and we take a moment as a unit on the internet to be like, ha what a stupid asshole, I hope he gets sick and dies. And now, now you're going to moral high ground us? Fuck off. Literally, fuck off. You loved it when Trump was making fun of Hillary Clinton's pneumonia. You don't give a shit when he was making fun of handicapped people. I know I'm not like actually directly talking to anybody that thinks this way, but I am heated, so I'm going to just use uh, the idea of that person as my target right now. It's fucking ridiculous. That's the other thing that I'm glad I saw the left do a bunch, because I saw some left, left-leaning left people kind of do the... Uh, Oh, come on, guys. You know, he's just a human, blah, blah, blah. But mostly not, and I like that because the left's problem is that we enjoy philosophical victories more than we do actual victories. Like, we love being right, even if we're losing to the party that doesn't care and cheats and lies and steals from people and fucking gets away with rape and gets away with everything. We moral high ground, we always are like, nope. They go low, we go high. And where the fuck has that gotten us? I appreciate the sentiment. I want to be a fucking moral, nice person and have the system reflect that, but it doesn't. I don't trust the process. I don't trust the process at all. And it's incredibly easy to prove. I won't do it now because eh, I'm about eight minutes into this intro and I'm about done talking because I'm doing all of this episode the day before it comes out. But that's just something to think about. Uh, If you ever... Feel yourself leaning in that direction when you're like, well, we don't want to stoop to their level. It's like, why not if it gets results? Not saying that like 
lampooning the president for getting a disease he absolutely deserves counts as like political action. But I'm saying like that in like the philosophy behind that, like stop trying to be the honor student and cut school to sell drugs to make some money. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sell your dad's Vicodin. I don't know. Metaphorically. Or, you know, if you got a dad addicted to pain pills, steal from him. Live your life. I ain't here to tell you how to live. Speaking of living your life, we're going to continue to live life by means of listening to a podcast here on Bleak and Review because we got a fun episode coming up here. Uh, my old pal, former co-host of the show, Matt Brousseau, is back. And I should have him on way more often, I'm realizing, every time we record because it's always a fun time. And it's very easy to talk to him. And we talked about a lot of interesting shit. There's probably going to be a fake ad also. I haven't figured out which one I'm from the vault I'm pulling out, but you'll find out soon. And then it'll be uh, more Bleak and Review with me, Kevin Anderson, and my guest, Matt Brousseau from Profiles in Eccentricity and the Internet. Break time! Are you tired of seeing your dog not have any testicles? Are you tired of seeing its sad little face knowing it has no balls but it must hump? Are you some kind of a sick fuck? So are we. Come on down to Scrody's Ball Hut and get your dog's nuts back where they belong. We aren't talking about those little marble replacement guys. We're talking certified jizz factories, regular boy ovaries, real working testicles. Let's hear from a satisfied customer. Before, my dog never jizzed. Now, my dog jizzes all the time. It's milky, too. Our dog nuts come in Scooby Snack Small, Marmaduke Medium, and Clifford the Big Red Hog sizes. Sparky's gonna be back to dry humping roadkill in no time. Oh, but wait! If you call now, you can get another set of testicles attached to your dog. Four balls? For the price of two balls? Oh, yeah. But why stop there? We can give it more dicks too and turn it into a crotch hydra. Your dog will go from dry humping the mailman's leg to wet humping the mailman's entire fucking skull. Call 1-800-MORE-BALL now to make an appointment with one of our several certified scrote mongerers and get your dog's balls back today. Cause your dog deserves his kibbles and his bits. I just don't have time. This has to come out tomorrow. <laughs> I just throw it in and just like, it's just haphazardly staggered together. Yeah. That'd be fun. Here. Um, just, I'll say one, then you say two, and then I'll say three. Okay. One, let's do that. One. Two. Three. Three. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's groupthink. No, man. You're groupthink, dude. I can't, in this cold open here, Matt, Matty B, my dear friend, I can't imagine i missed so much like so you know uh bleak and review always comes out on fridays right uh and i posted i recorded and edited everything for last week's episode on thursday like we're doing this week and then friday was when trump actually thursday night was when trump tested positive for coronavirus and right. so i was like oh this episode is so untimely like it's the most untimely it can be you know what you're talking about beatboxing 
Yeah, mostly that. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's talking about beatboxing. <laughs> well, the, the 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 and now I feel like I have to catch up on all of that plus like Stephen Miller and it's like every like this week has been a year. Yeah, well, it's been like that almost every week now, hasn't it? That is true. That is true. The podcast has always been irrelevant immediately as soon as it posts. <laughs> Actually, if only I recorded it at midnight on Friday it's funny, and put it out. Almost all my work is like that. <laughs> the moment it's it almost like comes out, it's unnecessary. So, it's almost like the art that we create is fleeting and <laughs> does not withstand the test of time. Hmm. I don't know if these open mics are going to pay off. <laughs> I'm sure I talked about this in the intro, but you, did you see? Did you, How would you did know? Because I recording this out of order. I'm a fool. I'm a fool for your love. Who'd you just wave at? <laughs> Can I wave at people? No, simply not. Um, but the, 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 just, did you see the deadline thing today? What deadline, Kevin? I don't have time for yeah. deadlines. I mean, everything <laughs> I do is a deadline, is what I mean to say. I don't, I don't have time to do things on time. I've actually been putting off this one project. I've, I've missed like four deadlines I set for myself. But uh, today I'm working. Today, Kevin, I worked. I'm working on. Uh, I worked on three recordings for animated projects, and then this is the Ooh. first of three consecutive podcast recordings I'm doing tonight. Oh wow! And this is the least helpful one. Well, this is the one I showered for. Hey, I can tell with your slick hair. Yeah. Anyway. And just so the listeners know, also the handlebar mustache. It's not handlebars. What is I don't know what it is. It's, it's, maybe it's a Fu Manchu? Yeah, but it doesn't seem right to say anymore, you know? No, it sure doesn't. <laughs> it's very emotionally similar to Ching Chong Bing Bong. Yeah, like, you got that Asian mustache, huh, kid? <laughs> the China stash. Mm. I don't know if that's the right yeah. word, Dad. Say Fu Manchu. That- it's a mustache, Timmy, not uh, it, not the Chinese virus on my yeah. face. In my day, we could say food Manchu. Did you say food Manchu? <laughs> that's what I thought yeah. you said. Uh, anyway, food Manchu is definitely something. That's a food truck, right? That exists in yeah. like I don't know a lesser a lesser place, it, like a less affluent. It sounds like you don't know. Food Manchu is like shitty Chinese food made by white people. I think. Is yeah, a food yeah, truck. that's good. That's good. They put like bacon in it, like bacon in chow mein. <laughs> anyway, you're saying Dateline something? Deadline. Dead, no, I know, but I know that date, Dateline is often on your brain. Yes, yes. Uh, I love stories about uh, a wife being murdered. No. That's every Dateline. <laughs> Coming up at nine. They were in dead love. Woman? <laughs> they were in love until she died. Were they really in love? The trajectory of every Dateline's show is dead woman question mark yeah. to dead woman period. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Then this idiot gets interviewed by a reporter, and he's like, did I trap him? Did I trap him into saying he killed her? <laughs> uh, but they, uh, de- now I don't even know what we're talking about. Deadline uh, posted an article today that was clearly a draft. Uh, that- <laughs> That's great. Did you see this? No. Did it have like? Did oh. it have writing in the edges? It was like no, red but it pen. <laughs> the the title of it was "Don't post until uh, like a thing news breaks or whatever." Don't so post it was clearly until he like, dies. Yeah, basically, it was that Mike Pence also has COVID. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Today, he was uh, he canceled, like, he was supposed to do this function or something, and they canceled it, and they didn't say why. And it's like, guys, guys, I know you <laughs> think that if you don't tell us, then you're safe. Right. Like, we'll never, we'll never know exactly, because if you never tell us exactly what it is, then we can't prove it. But right. we know 
You're not <laughs> like you super religious. Like you think God's looking down, being like, "All right, Mike, you better not tell him about the COVID. You're a good Christian." <laughs> it's like it's like me and my friends all ran a train on the, a hooker with the same VD. What? And uh, what? I'm, a, I'm a no. I'm getting this is going to be a great. I'm, I'm backing out of this this metaphor. <laughs> So let's say hypothetically, me and my good friend Matt Brousseau, uh Matt Broussard, <laughs> both, yeah, for sure, uh, Canada's funniest. Uh, we both ran trade on the same venereal disease-infested hooker, and then like all of my friends who ran this train have VD, and I'm like, well, I haven't said I don't have right. it. So you know, the mystery is still alive. Clearly, I don't have it when all my friends do. Kevin, do you have sex with that person? You know, see, the <laughs> thing about weekends is that you know sometimes you don't even know they're here, and then they're gone. Damn. Dateline, NBC. <laughs> no, uh, I did post about it because I saw the article before it was hastily removed because it was posted too quickly or uh, by either whistleblowing or someone made a mistake what, in you, WordPress. You, you get you know? alerts from them? Yeah. No, I just uh, – a friend of the show, Ian Ager, just told oh. me about it. I don't know where he saw it. Twitter's an interesting thing. I've heard it sometimes. Go on. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, but so I saw the, uh, thing and I posted about it and I gave a link to the article and then it was taken down, but I got screenshots of the article. It's very basic headline grabby stuff like, oh, Trump and or not Trump, uh, Pence announced Wednesday night that he has tested positive for COVID. And that was in the article. And immediately I was met with, but is this a hoax? Uh, I don't see anyone else talking about this. I was like, yeah, because they probably, they're not allowed to. And someone made a mistake <laughs> is what I'm, that's what I think. But also like, you know, there's, I know that in journalism, you have to sometimes, sometimes you prep an article for an eventual out or a possible outcome, you know, but it, it felt very specific and I'm pretty sure he has it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he canceled the, he canceled those function and they're not saying why. Um, and he had pink eye during the debate. Sure did. Um, well, that's because him and him and uh, uh, Trump like to fart in each other's pillows, right? Yes. Well, it's just, it's kind of you know it's kind of a thing you do. It's just it's just locker room goofs. <laughs> when we're not assaulting women, we like to pl pr uh, play scatological gags on each other. <laughs> But I, I find it interesting that I was met with – I mean, I guess that what separates the left from the, the right in some ways is that, like, a couple of my friends who, you know, have worked in journal, journalism and stuff before, and I don't know, just are – you know, they, they were like, oh, what about this? It could have been this. It could have been this instead of immediately taking what I said at face value, which, you know, we'll find out probably in 24 hours. By the time this episode comes out, listeners will know if Mike Pence has COVID or not, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could just I, – I have a window here. I could ask. <laughs> Ask somebody. Yeah. Let's do a bit. Let's see. I got somebody. Hey, 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 what? Does Mike Pence have COVID? What? The vice president? Yeah. Oh no! I sure hope he doesn't. Oh, you heard it here first, Kevin. This is <laughs> this is. Primo. Who was that psycho outside of your building? Forget it, Kevin. This is Chinatown. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe this is the first time I've ever said that. <laughs> oh yeah, because you live there. Yeah, I do live here. I was literally just going with movie quotes here on Bleak and Review. Oh my god, we are back! What a segue, right? Who's this? Listen, <laughs> listeners, you you can't tell, but you can maybe tell from the uh, the vibe. Is uh, I'm getting a hard stare, a Paddington esque hard stare from Matt Brousseau right now. Who's this? Uh, Pizza Hut. Hi. Hey, what's up? You ordered uh, the Mike Pence COVID flakes. <laughs> we sell flakes now. 
Oh, Kevin, it's great to be here with you. It's about it's 627 in the afternoon. That is Sun's true. going down. I want to say the temperature is about 73. Uh, right. Quite a day. Quite a day we got here on Bleak and Review. And back sure to you, is. Kevin. Uh, uh, how does, it, does it feel good to be back, Matt? Oh, uh, I just signed off. No, does it feel good to be a back man? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a like for bat like doing child's yeah, pose. Yeah, like Batman, back man. Um, <laughs> I miss our riffs that immediately devolve into nonsense. Oh, Kevin, um, I'm mostly nonsense. I don't know if you've become aware of that. Um, it's good to be here, Kevin. As yeah, always. it's as nice always. to see you. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna be a, probably a long, silly episode because uh, I don't have a fake ad for this queued up. I might just replay an old one. You know, oh, okay. uh, I've been doing that because I realized that some of these people will put a lot of work into the ads they do for me, and then and uh, and I do you know I do my work on the post production, and then people and yeah, get you to do hear no it work at all, and so <laughs> that's hurtful. <laughs> Because I've sent you stuff that I was very proud of, and you said it was good, and now you're lampooning me in public. Oh, well, Kevin, the real test is going to be what you do with my audio, because I'm going to chop it up and mix it. I'm going to put it out of order, so you really oh, got to... Oh, for this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That would be the biggest dick move, because I have, well, like, Kevin, a Well, Kevin, I have hours. a large penis, so it works Well, out. that's just a bold-faced lie. Bald-faced <laughs> lie. Bald-headed dick. I mean, not these days, Kevin. Circumcision. Oh, you got circumcised, finally. Oh, no. I mean, never. The, I mean, the pubis. Hey, old Moyle Brousseau over here. <laughs> hey, uh, that's my father's I, name. <laughs> what I was going to say is some uh-huh. of these people put so much work into these fake ads. Yes. Uh, and I put work into them, too. And then people get to hear it maybe once if they happen to listen to that episode. So right, like, Why don't right. I play them a few times, you know? You should make a CD and just l- go to the Hollywood uh, walk. <laughs> go to the thing. Hollywood? Go to the Hollywood stars and just hand it out. And then when someone takes it, go uh, $10. And do you mean specifically a CD, or like are we talking about flash drives? Oh yeah, you flash make drive. it cumbersome. You, you make it like ki- I- <laughs> you could put all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, I could just say here's drive. some pictures I took. Yeah, here's a slideshow of my trip to I don't know, Downey. <laughs> <laughs> from Robert Downey's house. I do like the idea that uh, people are uh, handing out CDs still, like check out my mixtape. It's like, oh, this thing that I can't easily put in my pocket? Yeah, this yeah. is going to make it to my car for sure. I'm definitely not throwing this away. <laughs> yeah, but you can't do it right there. Like a real dick move would be to take it and then just then frisbee it across the boulevard. Oh, that would be bold. But I feel like some of these people probably wouldn't react positively to that might maybe well who would kevin who would be like hey man that's pretty (laughs) funny i put a lot of work into that (laughs) i just gave you a thing for free and And you you just just threw threw it it. you you just let it you fucking lobbed it into traffic yeah oh man good throw i was like hey man i'm just here to be one of those obstacles you have to overcome on your road to stardom yeah i'm bowser dude what a bowser oh from mario yeah yeah what what, from other from what what other bowser from shanana Oh, <laughs> I had that fucking ready to go. <laughs> I don't even what what wait what's which Shanana has to do with Bowser? Shanana na 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 do do. Bowser is uh, one of the members of Shanana. I've never seen it. If Andy Daly is to be believed, you just recorded him. You should know. Should I cut that out? Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can, I um. No, I recorded him for a really cool Audible project. Uh. That's exciting, and, man. and he was great. He had he had a he had a, man. I've 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 had to record so many actors, and <laughs> very and different vibe. Is, is it's really weird how 
uh, professional VO and podcast people have no problem recording. And every actor who needs equipment is a fucking mess. Yeah, is it? And do they, sometimes they maybe they take it out on you, but most of the time it's just an ordeal in general. No, I mean they're, they're, most of them are pretty good, but every now and then you get one and you're like, "Hey, do you have any like closets or carpets in your apartment?" And they're like, "No, I was thinking we could just record in this this wooden box." What, what if I did it directly facing a wooden wall? Yeah, <laughs> with they're high like, ceilings. They're like, "I'm in a glass room and it's about two feet wide. Is this perfect or what?" <laughs> Should I throw stones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, glass glass really soaks in audio, right? You know what they say: people with glass houses shouldn't throw stones or record for audible projects. Yeah, but they should walk around naked. They should. Well, certainly, we all want to see flaccid dong or yeah, regular bush. There's nothing cooler than just like there's this old uh, uh, there's this radio sta- the this commercial. Uh, uh, from this old radio station, Western Mass. I used to work for the River ninety three nine, the River. Ooh, and, I've heard uh, of it. And uh, there was. A, there was a com- two ladies doing commercial for like drapes, and they say they say they said uh, windows are a lot like people; they look better covered up. What? So, <laughs> so it's a bad analogy, and it's kind of like puritanical. Well, yeah, but you're like, well, I get it, ladies. Yeah, I don't want to see me naked either. I kind of except, do. I, you know, after I work out, I do. I'll tell you that. Oh, you glisten? No, no, that's when I'm like, hey, I got muscles. Hey, <laughs> look at me. Hey, what's that penis doing down there? <laughs> Hello. Hello, little penis. I'll be back to, hey, good looking. I'll be back to pick you up later. Yeah. <laughs> Give it the old Mr. Microphone treatment. Hey, am I hungover? <laughs> I know how to fix that or at least just do something. I'm going to masturbate. <laughs> I know how to fix that or at least just do something. Can it be both? It can. Classic. We haven't said that on the show in a while. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been allowed to use that catchphrase since you left. Oh, those are the rules, Kevin. I don't make and them. And I... And I bet that that's a lie already that I've told because I've done about 50 episodes since you've left. It's, it's, it's a pretty good phrase. I'm sure you've said it. Certainly. That and uh, my, other, my other big one that I've been uh, trying to catch, get catching on is uh, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Howard Stern's penis. Mm, yeah, what's up with that? Uh, it's not working out. I think I've been getting a lot of letters from an angry Jew. <laughs> <laughs> so Gilbert Godfrey. Yes, exactly. He goes... Dearest Bleak and Review podcast. It's just Eddie Pepitone. I can't do it. <laughs> but Matt, it's good to see you, buddy. And you I want to check in with you and how things are going. Because we 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 chat, but we don't get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> you know? So, uh-huh. What does that uh, mean? I'm not sure yet. I'm phrasing this as I go along. <laughs> but I was just thinking, I mean, like, obviously we touched on it a little bit in the cold open. This is it's and it's been this way the whole time, but it's been a a fucking everything is stupid. Everything there's no satire anymore. The country feels gaslit. Like we legitimately don't know if our leaders are dying because they've let us they fed us so much bullshit that like we it is not crazy to believe that Trump is lying about COVID. Like that was kind of the rhetoric around that. I think I was yeah. people were like, what if he's faking it? And I was like, that's a fair question. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's the, that says, I mean, that's the, uh, that's something I think Kamala should have brought up where she's like, we can't even trust to know if he even have it or not, because you're lying yeah. to us about all of this. That's, she's yeah, like, isn't that sad? She should say, she should be like, isn't that sad? Yeah, I, she did have a few moments that I enjoyed, even though I'm not yes. the biggest fan, obviously. But like, I do like the just like. Uh, actually, I'm I'm talking now. <laughs> that yeah, energy yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. great. I I kind of love that because they're all children, and 
it's it can definitely get to me personally like just thinking about all that stuff and how fucked everything is but like how uh what's uh what's your sanity meter like are you doing all right are you you hanging in there i masturbated twice today well i mean that'll keep some demons at bay yeah you probably won't commit any crimes <laughs> yeah i took a nap before the show showered um viciously hung over this morning I like how I was like, how's your sanity doing? And you're just like, I don't know, so I'm going to describe my day. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm um, I'm showing. I'm not telling. That's fair. No, it's kind of, and that's kind of the thing that has been happening to me, too, is like every day is some version of what the day before was, where crazy thing is I, I read about crazy thing. I get really fucking weird about it. I finish a shift. I maybe work on some content or I, I get really drunk and smoke right. a lot of weed or take acid, depending on the day. Right. And... It feels weird, and I feel like I'm – I can't believe it's October, you know? <laughs> like, this has been more than half a year now, and it yeah. feels pretty I scary. I mean, there's only what? We only have, what, uh, six more months to go? So they're, they're thinking mid to late 2021, probably. I mean, for that part of the nightmare, at least, the fucking yeah, the health crisis stuff. But, yeah, they're saying, like, that's what the CDC is saying. But, you know, their liberal agenda. We can't we – Yeah, can't, what do uh, they really want? What are their – what is yeah, – <laughs> What is the Center for Disease Control really after? It's probably yeah. it's probably uh, they want to defund the police <laughs> by by means of a fake virus. Well, they, I mean, uh, cops have been catching the coronavirus at a higher rate than the public, and a lot of them are not wearing masks. So, I mean, you know, they can... I thought you're. I thought I was going to say if they're catching, at least hey, at least they're catching something. Yeah, they're, bad yeah, they're not out shooting there. to death COVID. <laughs> hey, a lot of cops catching coronavirus. It looks like they're catching something that's actually doing evil. <laughs> Instead of profiling black teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, that's something I'm not weeping about. But like I, I also and that's I, I don't know if you've had this conversation with uh, your parents or anyone in your family. But I had a conversation with my mom when Trump got covid uh, where I was like kind of laughing about it. And she's like. Took the, of course, the, the sweet older mother energy of, well, I don't wish death on anyone, but hopefully right. it will shut him up for a while. And I, I, I think I was pretty measured in my response of, no, the blood of thousands upon thousands of Americans is on his hands. I will not shed a tear for that man yeah. if he dies. Yeah, and I, I think uh, that's that's not like vindictive. That's like pretty rational, I think. Yeah, this is a guy who's lied about it. Who's who's helped kill so many people through his policies, lied about his policies, said it wasn't a big deal. And now, even after he's got it and has gotten the best care in the world, is now still telling people it's not a big deal. Right. Like downplaying it and saying, look, I, I beat it. Big, yeah. big asterisk slash parentheses of with the help of the best fucking medical staff that the country can buy and yeah. you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all bad. You had a great tweet about that. I can't remember what it was exactly, but I know I retweeted it. So it must have been good. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But, you know, I was really upset when they killed Thanos in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I didn't like that. I was like, I come mean, on, he's still a being. I mean, he's he's the leader, isn't of the free world. So, he, he of the unfree out, world. He snuffed out half uh, life on Earth by uh, biting into a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was thinking about getting a Big Mac a couple of days ago. Man, yeah, those, was, those urges. That was a big day. That was a big day. And I never, I never got it. It's been three days now. I still haven't got it. Sometimes when I'm in a, a hurried state and I'm driving around running errands or whatever, I would like to stop by McDonald's to get uh, coffee, iced coffee, because whatever, it's fine, it's near me. Right, but and then every you buy time it and I... then you throw it in the ground because you say, ha, huh? capitalism. Go, this is performance art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I'm busking. This is for my blog. <laughs> this is for my this is for my GeoCities. <laughs> uh, but I, I I will end up like because I'm in the drive-through at McDonald's. I'm like, well, I'm not going to just get coffee. That feels stupid. Like I'll get like a shitty cheeseburger. And I get a That's shitty cheeseburger, and I immediately, like, the first three bites are heaven. And then by the end of it, you're like, that was the biggest mistake. But I make that mistake about once a week. Well, that's why I never finish it. I always leave a bite because then I go, I'm really responsible. <laughs> yeah, it's like leaving a little uh, bump of cocaine on your nightstand. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a monster. I'm not a monster. Look, I if I was a monster, I wouldn't have any coke left. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat this bite of McDonald's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to snort it. <laughs> I'm going to emulsify this fucking uh, Travis Scott meal and and uh, rail it. You hear about that? No. Uh, it's a new promotional thing that uh, McDonald's is doing. Uh, the Travis Scott meal. He's a rapper. You probably aren't familiar with him. Um, but he has – it's just like <laughs> a very – Are you familiar with Travis Scott, Kevin? <laughs> I, I am good friends with his brother Jimmy Scott, the oh, legendary, I love, and, and, legendary and, jazz singer. And Scott Scott. Right. Oh, we can't forget Scott Scott. And Scott Travis. Uh-huh. Who's, uh, of course, brother of Randy Travis, our yes. favorite NASCAR driver. Yes. Uh, but it's, he has some promotional thing with McDonald's right now. It was just a very generic meal. <laughs> it's just like, hey, this is the Travis Scott meal. There's like a cheeseburger, there's fries, <laughs> and there's a drink. <laughs> it's maybe the laziest promotion I've ever seen, and I think it's very funny. And anybody can drink and eat this. <laughs> this is a real people's meal. I'm the people's champ. I, yeah. I know because I know what people order when they go to bad restaurants. <laughs> but are you uh, – so you're, you're, you're keeping a schedule, a regular schedule. You know, you're busy, which is good. When I wasn't busy, that was the worst uh, of quarantine for me. Like being – having a full-time job is good yeah. in some regards for that. I, um, I wish I was uh, – I wish I had – because I wasn't busy that much for like three, four months. And now – I'm insanely busy. Oh, shit. And so then, hopefully, in like two weeks, there'll be nothing again, and I can leave town. But, you know, it's just, Fingers crossed. It's, it's just a mess right now. Because everybody was like, I don't know how we're going to we're gonna make stuff. And then, like three months oh, in, like they were for, like... For oh, your, your job, yeah. Yeah, now they're like, oh, yeah, we know how to make stuff. And now they're just making everything. And it's like, we, we don't have enough people to make everything. <laughs> Real zero to sixty energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's no money for for anything. <laughs> of course, of course. There's no money for everything, and so you keep cheaping out on stuff, and then it doesn't work, and so then you got to spend extra money to fix it. And it's like you know, why don't we just spend this money in the beginning? Anyway, that's my whole complaint. I have to. No, I get, I get that. Every every week, it's like this audio isn't good, and it's like, well, did we spend enough money to make it good? No. Well, we're no, gonna I, do it again. I recorded this on my BlackBerry. Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel that a little bit. Uh, with I mean, my job luckily has been a pretty uh, steady flow of like sometimes work because, as you know, as like a, a salary man, uh, you you where you're kind of always sort of working but not really. You can take like time off when you like. Hey, I'm not going to be here for this time, but I'll be able to check in after or right. whatever. So like that's nice. But then when the shit does hit the fan, like. You know, every once in a while, you get that rush of like, oh, I'm the only person that could fix this. And you have to like do that. And it's like gives you like a great sense of accomplishment for your day, you know, even though the world's on fire. Yeah, yeah. And you haven't uh, and you haven't gone grocery shopping in three days and you've only eaten Postmates <laughs> for like a week. Yeah, yeah. I started I started making my own ramen broth. I, Ooh. I, find that, I find that makes a big difference for cheap, easy food. 
That's a smart idea. I should look into that. I say that. I won't. But <laughs> <laughs> you'll get there one day. It takes yeah, I mean, a while. I, I think it's progress to show that I'm entertaining the idea of looking into it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's it's in your brain. It's like writing. It's just you go, I'm going to write. And then six months later, you go, oh, maybe now I'm going to write. Well, as friend of the show, uh, Chet Wilde, no relation to the comedian Chet Wilde, but writer uh, Chet Wilde. <laughs> This is a very confusing bit. Yeah, it was Hannah I'm Michaels. It was Hannah Michaels. Oh, okay. uh, but, but that was the only name that she could come up with. Um, <laughs> writing is thinking about writing. Yes. <laughs> of course. In essence. I mean, you're still writing when you're not writing, as long as you're thinking about it. But Yeah, it, as long as you tell up. people you're a writer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and since there's no coffee shops to sit around and have Final Draft open in, uh, now all you can really do is just uh, post... We have to- you have to do a live stream Twitch of your uh, screen. Oh my god, live streaming the writing process. Yeah. That would be actually the worst. just someone just sitting there just like drinking and then like just <sighs> writing a sentence going, fuck this, and deleting it. <laughs> and then going to YouTube for like an hour. Yeah. All right, what's on? Is he dead yet? I got to go to Twitter to see if he's dead yet. <laughs> that like, I, honestly, you, I like... No joke, I did have to fight the urge once to check Twitter during this recording to see if Mike Pence does have COVID for sure or not. Right, no, I did too. After you said that, I was really? like, I'm pretty sure he does, but let me go see with the Twitters. And and Deadline is trending and not... Yes, there's a lot yeah. of Deadline. I screen capped it and I actually still have the article up and cached in my browser history, so I can nice. send the whole article to you in screenshots if you want. <laughs> but um, uh, I think it's uh, really funny that their retraction once they took it down was we didn't mean to post that we apologize to the vice president and his family you know we're sorry that's our bad nothing about this was inaccurate information right 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 that's the thing i'm kind of like that's why i'm kind of like i think he probably has it because a lot of and again as this episode comes out people probably know (laughs) so you tell me internet uh at kb anderson yo of course you can follow you heard it here you heard it here wait yeah you heard it here (laughs) so long after the fact I, I want to do like a news recap podcast that's only about shit that happened last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they do have those, Kevin. It's uh, it's it's reporting. What's that now? It's it's, it's investigative reporting. No, I'm only con- concerned with the here and now of the Twitter sphere. You, you mean like non important stuff that happened? Yeah, banal minutia from years past. <laughs> yeah, like what are the meals Chrissy Teigen cooked last year? <laughs> It's it's like that put like like that limp dick shit that John Krasinski did that like oh the pleasant news but it's just old pleasant news it's not even current <laughs> yeah oh, you know about John, that one right fuck that, John Krasinski right he sucks right sucks man okay fucking I want to hear toast you, bastard I want to hear your take on it because I've mentioned it on the podcast before but people didn't really know what I was talking about at least my guest at the time what is you I want to see why you don't like him and see if we sync up uh, I don't like him because uh, first off he's incredibly boring um, sure he just seems kind of like i um I, I basically like i never really liked him that much just for no reason he's just on the office r- and it's like he yeah. always rubbed me the wrong way and uh but then i watched the uh um uh this was it this week in news what's cody's cody johnson oh show? uh some more news some more news yeah i yeah, watched that, that i watched that episode about him and i was like yes this guy is that guy yeah i was that right was, that was the exact experience i had with that episode too <laughs> 
Yeah, just like he's so lame taking these ideas and not crediting the people who actually began them and then just making a ton of money off them and then not even pay all of the people who are helping us make his show, all these fucking like 40 people, they're all independent contractors. And he fucking sells the show and they don't get anything. Oh, yeah, what absolutely. Piece of, this guy has so much money and doesn't need it and just keeps making more and taking more. Fucking greedy little motherfucker. <laughs> and as far as we know, not like donating to any Black Lives Matter causes with that money because like, no, I mean, no, I don't know that maybe he does, but. I feel you know like if he did, he would make a big fucking, show of it. Yeah, absolutely. And and the other thing I think is gross about it, and I think Cody touched on this as well, but like just like the sheer like privilege of it all to be like, oh, why is everything got to be sad all the time? Why can't we focus on happy stuff? It's like because we're not rich and I mean I am. Yeah, but <laughs> we're not we're not rich and white. Well, I have a couple dollars in my bank account and I'm white, so I guess I can't say that entirely. But it's like. The people are talking about this because it affects them immensely and it doesn't yeah. affect you. So, like, the fucking – the tone deafness of it all. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, he sells to a major network and it's – of course, they're looking for that kind of shit, whatever network it ended up being. I don't know. What is VH1? <laughs> <laughs> VH2. VH2. VH7. <laughs> this ain't your daddy's VH. This is this ain't your daddy's VD. <laughs> Oh gosh, but yeah, that stuff that stuff kind of pisses me off, and it's kind of like whenever I see somebody online, and I don't see it often, but I am in a few Facebook groups that aren't like a bubble, like you know my my actual spheres of like Twitter and stuff are like you know pretty right. much a bubble of leftist comedy. Um, but some you call that comedy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, conservative only comedy. Right, is so only funny. conservative comedy. They're the ones with real grievance, Kevin. They get it. Y'all ever notice how? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I thought of this as a tweet earlier, but I never figured it out. Let's see if I could figure it out impromptu right now. Great. Y'all ever notice how humans have intrinsic worth to society and should be classified as such by a system that doesn't allow advancement? <laughs> What's the deal with that? That's my conservative comedian. <laughs> y'all ever y'all ever like it when you're at the top and other people at the bottom can't get to where you're at? <laughs> who fuck who fucks with the great Oh, I can't remember the dude, the philosopher's name. It was like the father of modern conservatism. You might know. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza. That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. That piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Grifters. They're all grifters. But oca just... <laughs> occasionally I will I will like happen upon the, the sentiment of like like in the sandwich group that I'm in, which I'm sure I've talked to you about. Uh it's a show me your sandwich group. It's mostly food porn, but people have been attaching vague like stances with Black Lives Matter or whatever to their posts mm -hmm. because why not? It gets a lot of sure. eyes on it. Sure. And Every time, and the the thing is repeated like it's a new thought every time. People are like, I thought this group was for sandwiches. Why are your politics in my group? I might leave <laughs> this group if people keep saying that Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not, it's it's such a, like, I just don't want to see this right now. Don't make me see it. And it's always, of course, from white people, you know. Well, yeah, it's like my, my friend's dad, my friend was like, yeah, my dad's not going to watch the NFL anymore. And it's like, oh, because what they held hands against uh, murder. And it's like, oh, you know, I don't, I just don't want to have to deal. Well, you don't have to deal with it. You know who doesn't want to have to deal with it? The people getting killed don't want to have to deal with it. The people have to deal with it every day. I'm they, sorry. I'm sorry. It interrupts thirty seconds of your fucking football game. You know what? I hate the anthem. You know how I hate <laughs> that the game is always fifteen minutes late because someone has to sing the fucking anthem. <laughs> 
And, and you, know, the th- you know what the people that get killed by cops can't do to avoid that uh, in the way that you can uh, avoid seeing that in the anthem? Or yeah. uh, check their phones for the duration. <laughs> yeah, They don't have the opportunity to just check Twitter or goof around on Etsy or whatever for the duration of that so they don't have to see the politics <laughs> of people asking not to be murdered by the police. Yeah, like really, like are you actually a sports fan if – if you can't watch sports because of that, <laughs> yeah. like I was just here for the CTE. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as they started becoming people to me, I got angry. <laughs> Fuck. That might be it. I mean, that's kind of what it is. I wanted to see well, them bash into each other. I'm going to be honest. Like I, I, you know, I watched soccer and I was, I've watched NBA finals and, uh, you know, some baseball here and there. And, and I really, some people, my favorite soccer team have got COVID and it's like, we should. There should not be any sports right now. This no, is absolutely. It's, it's insane. It's absolutely inhuman. If they're going to be in a bubble like the NBA, the NBA did it right. They're the only yes. place that has done it right. Uh, but if they're not in a bubble, they should not be playing. This is insane. Like no amount of money is going to solve the heart problems from COVID or the lung problems from COVID. And like I get like that people want sports to come back as an escape and shit, but like it's. If it's just that and not like – well, the way I feel about it is that these establishments have so much money that like no one should go broke during this period of no NFL or no hockey or whatever it yeah. is. Like it, it shouldn't be contingent on like, okay, well, we have to have this season. Otherwise, we, these players won't make any money or the coaches won't make any money. Like you can't keep them on retainer until it's safe for them to do the thing. Like how much money right. do you have, Roger Goodell? <laughs> like, Yeah. Oh, my God. They're all fucking billionaires. Yeah. But they won't. They they gotta. They can't. They can't do anything with that that would sustain it in a healthy way. It's just like how when Disney World was opened, but Disney's corporate office stayed closed, <laughs> right? Like because of the virus. I was like, that right. is very telling about where Who their do they priorities really care are. About? Yeah, yeah, they don't give a fuck about you. No. If they could, if they could pack the stadiums right now with, I don't know, two seat distancing rules or something that people would not abide because who cares? Like they'd do it. They just can't. I mean, they could pack the stadium by saying. Hey, you're probably going to get COVID if you're here. And they would sell out. Yeah. Everyone would just be like, cool, my chance to prove that I have a strong immune system. <laughs> yeah. I love the Chiefs, and I'm okay with getting a disease. <laughs> what do you think the most depressing team to go see a game of and then walk away from that game with COVID would be? <laughs> well, I mean, in most years it would have been the Browns, but they're actually all right this year. It's probably anybody in the NFC East. Yeah. I'd say, you know, depending on where you live in Texas, probably Cowboys, because then you got to go to wherever that place in Texas is. Ha ha! Take that, Texas. <laughs> Shots fired at Texas. Uh, but basketball, at least, yeah, like you said, they're at least doing it kind of right from what I understand. And a lot of those players, uh, when they have, like, nose injuries, don't they wear face masks anyway on the court? You know? like, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that, that before, true, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Sneeze guards. Sneeze guards, yeah. They, yeah. they wear sneeze guards. That's <laughs> If they sneeze, they hurt their nose. But yeah, like it's it's crazy, and I talked about this with uh, on a few episodes ago with Chris Crittenden for sure because uh, there was a lot of stuff. There was like a boycott going on where like the players uh, were boycotting, right? Uh, was I think it was basketball? Uh, they basketball, were boycotting. yeah. And base- baseball did it too. What uh, are there any updates? I don't know much about this. So are there any updates on those fronts that you know of? Uh, no, no. Um, um, they just went back to playing, but it was a good movement for a, a day. Um, <laughs> yeah, they that's that's usually how it goes, right? I mean, it was. It, I, th- I thought it was a pretty cool stand. It's never been done in sports, uh, yeah. as far as I know, before. So that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. It's, um, it sets a precedent for future shit too. Like, like, hey, yeah. we can do this again. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it, if 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 there were if there were more people in the stands, it would it would it would be an, an even bigger thing. Sure. Um, but I mean, man, they they're they're the fucking workers. The owners get all this money. Like Barry Bonds was like, I remember them asking me like, "Are are you making like should you be making this much?" And he's like, "The owner makes." more than i do right and he's not playing yeah he's not even here <laughs> yeah it's like the pu- public funded the stadium the public built the stadium that's the, that's <laughs> and then, the fucked up th- oh my god yeah no i was i didn't mean to cut you off i was just like no, you just, no, you just no, made no. me really sad about late stage capitalism I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> people literally i i tweeted this thing the other night when i was kind of drunk but i was just like I know it's been beaten to death and I'm not, this is not a new take, but I have to just put these words down. There is still somehow an anti-mask movement, despite the fact that the leader of the anti-mask movement and the most famous person in America, maybe the world got COVID from not wearing a mask and people still were like, yeah, but well, but he, he lived and then he said, it's not a big deal. Well, He lived so far. We'll fucking see. He could be dead I mean, next yeah. week. <laughs> he doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like shit. They had to fucking green screen him today. Yeah, he he looks like <laughs> he looks like pre CGI Star Wars. Like he looks like first yeah, yeah. cut Star Wars Jabba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no tail on him yet. Yeah, yeah. Once we get that sludge tail and he gets a little salacious crumb on his lap going, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is just his son. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's or maybe tough. Kushner. I don't know. Tough life. Yeah, God, I just, I just like. And then, of course, you know, when you talk about this stuff, because right now I was about to go into the fantasy of God, I hope they all die. And then, then you know, people go, well, if they die, you know, worse people will get the position and then they'll have all this sympathy for the cause. I'm like, no, you know, Mike, so. Mike Pence is not inspiring militia members to kidnap a government. No, I don't think he could. I think he, yeah, he doesn't lack the sociopath. Like, he's a monster. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't lack the narcissistic sociopathic energy that Trump has to do right. that kind of shit. I think. Right. Like he's going to do, if he, if that ends up happening, he'll do terrible shit or at least try to, but he's not going to yeah, go out there and be like, Hey, kill the Chinese. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not that <Ooh>. attitude. <laughs> Give it some time. We'll see what he's like once he's got COVID for sure. <laughs> Again, listeners, let me know if he has it. <laughs> now see if they both die, Pelosi becomes president and I don't like Nancy Pelosi. No. But- I like her more than them. Sure, sure. I think I think uh, you know I, I'm going to do classic comedy uh, bit here. Uh, I think I'd take an old sock over the current president. You know that orange Muppet in the White House? Hard hitting comedy. What, are you going to jack off into the sock? Sure. Nice, dude. <laughs> Whatever, man. If Pelosi's president, I'm partying. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel hopeful, or do you feel I go between? Because I go between hopeful and very like downtrodden or disheartened by everything like what is where do you land usually like hopeful or like this isn't going to get better um it depends uh if if biden wins then i am hopeful if he doesn't win could you i mean like it's the, the the stupid thing in my brain and this is why american politics are so broken i think in my opinion or one of the reasons is that like I'm like, there's no way that Biden wouldn't win. He's not a great candidate, but he's just obviously he should win. But then there's that thing in my brain of, well, you know, most presidents, almost every president wins their reelection, no matter how shitty they were. George Bush won his reelection. Like, like I think about that and part of my brain just goes, 
does that just mean Trumps are gonna gonna win? Even if his corpse is what wins, you know, like right. Is it just well, yeah. Happen? I mean, have they have they fucked with voting enough? Um, I mean, it seems like more people have have put in ballots uh, now than any time in history. So, so that's good news. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm a little nervous because I know there's a lot of delays and stuff, but I haven't received my ballot yet, and I uh, always did you, did you did you check to see. To double check your registry. Uh, yes, I, I well, I just re-registered like two months ago, but because okay. uh, I was changing, updating something on the DMV site. Oh, this is uh, interesting. Nice. Maybe you can shed some uh, light on this for me. Well, I well, I I would, Kevin, but I have to. I have you to have go. to go. That's <laughs> that's no at seven. I have to go to the next thing. Oh, okay. So we got two minutes. We got a minute now. Okay, six fifty nine. Let's go. I'm sorry. No, this is okay. I'll I'll, I'll hammer this out. <clears throat> All right. Uh- <laughs> nice. Uh, I went on DMV's site to update the address on my license because they sent my license to the wrong address. And then when before I uh, did that, before I went through that process, they asked me if I wanted to register to vote under my new address. And I said, yes. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, so I registered to vote under my new address. This was back in like June or July. And then after that, I also had to do the same for my registration because as listeners to the show know, uh, DMV sent my registration to a different old address. So they just had like three uh. addresses on file for me. And so when I went to update that, it asked me if I wanted to register to vote again immediately, like five minutes later. And I said, no, I just did this. Oh, And I'm wondering yeah. if they unregistered me to vote. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that would be some stupid bullshit if that was the you case. Sh- you should check. I think there's I'm still going time. To. I probably will directly after we record this. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I – I, Going back to the hopeful thing, like I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I know that Biden's not really going to affect change in the way that I want the, to see change because he is very, very moderate um, and, you know, probably won't commit to anything he says he will. But that's fine in the face of what we got. But I'm also just like, like you, like what if he doesn't win somehow? Like what the fuck will the next four years even be like? Will we just be stabbing people in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. He's already doing crazy fascist shit. Is he going to do more of that, or is he going to pull back now that he's secured another four years? I don't know. Well, Kevin, stay tuned. We'll find out. (laughs) We'll find out more at 7, everybody. All right, here. We're coming up right now. Here on Bleak and Review, we are talking about Rousseau, French-Canadian man of intrigue, and he's going to tell us all about his last poop. It was nice. All right. That has been Last Poop Words with French-Canadian man of intrigue, Matt Rousseau. Now we're going to go to the phones. Caller, you're on the air. Um, it, I got I got to go. <laughs> what do you have to go? I'm sorry. Yes, I. Have oh, to I thought go. you were doing a bit. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I have a, I have the second podcast. Oh shit. Now. Okay. Well, plug your shit real quick. Um, uh, profiles and eccentricity. Capital City INC Twitter. And uh, fucking yeah, Instagram. that's great. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I thought, I, I, I thought, I thought you were doing you a bit. I, did, I genuinely didn't no. know you were had to get off at seven. That's well, fine. I'll just have to come. I'll just have to come on again. So. No. Well, you had me, and I'll just have to come. <laughs> Okay, and I will. Uh, and as for me, hey, I can actually do my plugs after you disconnect. So if you have to go, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I will t- I will talk to you soon, Kevin. Bye, Matt. I'm sorry. Bye. No, it's all good. <laughs> Later, buddy. Talk to you soon. See you. All right. Well, that was fun, everybody. Uh, we goofed that up. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's I guess that's the end of our episode. Abrupt ending there. Um, as for me, you know, you can always follow me at KB Anderson Yo and all the things. And you can go over to patreon.com slash bleak and review to... 
subscribe to that. <laughs> you can check out new episodes of One and a Half Men. I believe the next episode coming out in just a couple days here. It's been in progress right now. We're going to be doing a double feature of The Witch and The Lighthouse because October is spooky month. So go over to the patreon.com slash bleak and review. Consider giving me $5 once a month if you like and do that and support Matt so. And this is weird because he's gone. But I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.